welcome to the Esme Graf podcast, where I talk about what it means to live a Christian life as a divorced single mom in my 40s and share tips and stories to help you become who God created you to be. My name is Esme and I will be your host. If you're ready to have fun, grab a cup of coffee and let's hang out. Hello and welcome. It makes me so happy that you're hanging out with me today. Let me ask you, what's in your cup this morning? What are you drinking? Today is a hot chocolate kind of morning for me because it's December and there's nothing like hot chocolate to make me feel like Christmas is all around. I only drink hot chocolate in the month of December because it's what gets me into the Christmas spirit. I love, love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. It's my favorite time of the year. As in, I love to have Christmas decorations all over the house. I love going out to the stores and seeing Christmas decorations and lights. I just love everything Christmas. I love talking about Christmas traditions, watching Christmas movies, hosting and attending Christmas gatherings. I love sharing Christmas stories. All of it is just so much fun. And for a lot of us, it's so full of happy Christmas memories. But as much as I love Christmas and everything about Christmas, there's just one little problem. You see... I cannot deny the fact that this is also a very painful season for so many people. And here I go again. I'm going to be talking about a holiday that some of us may have a love-hate relationship with. So there's four groups of people that I want to talk to today. One, if you're single and you find that the holiday season is just a reminder of how everyone else has someone who makes them feel special and loves them, or family to go home to, or someone to celebrate with, and you do not. Let me tell you, I hear you, and I personally know your heartbreak. I know what it feels like to walk in your shoes. I am single, and I have been for the past nine years, and I know all too well that the holiday season somehow has a way and the power to magnify the empty spaces from the things that we do not yet have, but so dearly desired in our lives. I want to encourage you to get out and do things with your friends and family. Find friends who are doing things you enjoy doing. If they invite you, take their invitation to do whatever they are doing, even if it's something that you don't necessarily love. If you go out with people, you will build community. And I can tell you from experience that building community is probably one of the best ways to fight loneliness. Building community is the one thing that has helped me a lot in this season of singleness. If you are a single parent, I know that spending time with your friends and their families can be fun, but I also know that when you leave their house, you also face the painful reality of coming home to no one. And I know what that feels like. And I want to say to you, I know your heartbreak. I understand you and I am here for you. And while you may hear people say, well, at least you have kids. Single parents, I know that our kids' role in our family unit is not to be our equal. 
It is not their job to provide emotional support to us. So I understand you, and I understand your heartbreak during this season. I understand that your children are not there to provide that kind of support for you. But I also want to encourage you to find activities that are going on in your town and get out there and do those things with your kids. I always did little things like walking around the city, finding light displays. Often we, we will try to go somewhere to see Christmas lights or taking the kids to a Christmas parade. I can tell you that I am not the person who wants to get up early on a Saturday morning to go pick a good spot for a parade, but I did it because my kids enjoyed doing those things. And that was one way that we could get out of the house and stop thinking about our own situation. One of the things that I never missed when the kids were little was the Christmas Eve service at church. Why? Because it gave us something to do and it got my kids out of thinking about what was going on at home. It got them thinking about the season and it got them thinking about Jesus. I remember always rushing from work to get home to change into something Christmassy and heading out for church before it got too late. We would come back home, have hot chocolate, watch a Christmas movie, and the kids always wanted to open one gift on Christmas Eve. And that became our tradition. We did something that was good and that gave us the time to enjoy the season and to think about Jesus to think about something good and not be thinking about the things that we didn't have or the things that we couldn't do. Now that the kids are older, I have learned that the extra things never matter to them. It was always the small things that they seem to always remember or talk about. I often felt like a horrible parent because I couldn't give my kids everything they wanted, but it turns out that they don't even remember those things now. Single parents, hear me out. Do things that your kids will remember. And don't let the enemy steal the joy of this season because of the things that you can't do, the things that you don't have, or the things that you can't be. So, to my single friends, with or without kids, I want to encourage you with this scripture that comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And it says this, So we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without His unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we can see now are here today and gone tomorrow. But the things we cannot see will last forever. I know you may be tired of waiting. And hey, I am tired of waiting some days too. But I cannot disregard my calling because I'm tired of waiting. So today I want to tell you, do not disregard your calling because you're tired. Do not disregard your calling because you cannot see past your situation. Do not disregard your calling 
just because you are in a season that you do not like. I believe that better days are ahead. I believe that one day I will have what I pray for and even more. I believe that God has a plan for me and for you. He has a plan for all of us. I know that the pain and the suffering and the loneliness of being single will not last forever. And friends, I don't know how God will end the feeling of loneliness for you or for me. I know for me personally, I don't know if it will end because I get married or if it will end because God is going to change the desires of my heart. But I do know with all my heart that the heartbreak of loneliness will not last forever. I know that for sure. I want to invite you to allow space for you to feel what you feel and be graceful to yourself but also allow space for the Holy Spirit to provide comfort, to hold your heart, and to lead you to Christ even more. I believe that God is for you, and He has a plan to prosper you, and God will not take you where He doesn't want you to be. So have faith, my friend. Now, if you're married, let me just say that just because you're married doesn't mean that the holiday season is not stressful for you. There are a lot of things that married people have to stress about when the holiday season comes around. Things like which side of the family you're going to spend the holiday with or which grandparent gets to come stay with us how much money they're going to spend and what are the kids are going to get who gets what. Something else that I don't get is how people get stressed over food. (laughs) Because to me, food, it's happiness. But apparently during the holidays, who is cooking what can bring stress to the family. So there's that. And there's always that weird thing husbands and wives do during the holiday that they tell each other that they're not going to get any gifts, but then one of them gets something, and then the other one feels bad because they didn't get something, and then the one that got something gets hurt because the other one didn't get something, and I don't know why people do that, but they do, and that brings a lot of stress (laughs) during the holidays, so my married friends, I get you. The holidays can also be stressful for you. But even with all those things that can bring stress, I want to encourage you to open your house and invite someone to spend a little bit of time with you. Make your home a place where someone can come over and forget about their troubles for a couple of hours. Parents, teach your kids about the joy of sharing and hosting. Teach them that this season is not about how much we can get, but how much we can give to other people that has nothing to do with material things. I want to encourage you to share with your kids the joy of the season, the joy of having Jesus be the reason for why we are thankful. And before you share that with the people around you, just take a moment to be thankful for the family that you have and then share that with everyone else.
If you're married and don't have kids yet, find a way this holiday season to be a service to those around you. Consider hosting, or even better, consider visiting someone that doesn't get a lot of visitors throughout the year or even during this season, and bring a little extra joy to their day. See, my friends are the reason for some of the traditions that I now have in my own family. So don't take for granted the fact that you don't have kids or if you have kids, you don't have a time. You know, there's a lot of people that may be looking up to you or just look to you for inspiration. Even the things that you cook can become part of somebody else's holiday. They're traditions that I have adopted from my friends. One of my friends makes this chocolate cake And now I make that. That has become one of my traditions in my family. And when we make this chocolate cake, we think about her and we talk about them and and we have these memories. And, And that is such a sweet thing to do. So again, if you're married, whether or not you have kids, I want to encourage you to open your home and celebrate and share with people that may not have the opportunity to be around family like you have. My friends, we have the opportunity to impact people where we are. We don't have to wait until we have more or until we buy a bigger house or until our house is clean. We have an opportunity to make someone's holiday season better today with what we have and who we are. To my married friends, I know that the season can still be stressful for you. And I want to encourage you from scripture from Hebrews chapter 13 which says this, Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. I know that it is hard to host people. I know the sacrifices of opening your private spaces to people that you don't know well or even family members that you may not like too much. But if by opening our house and our personal space to share that with someone it's good and it is pleasing to God isn't it worth it wouldn't then you do it because it is pleasing to God I hope that you will take this holiday season as an opportunity to make a difference in someone's life If you're struggling during this season, I want to encourage you to grow closer to God and believe that Jesus did come for you. He knows everything about you. He knows every heartbreak. He knows the pain of your loneliness. He knows every tear you ever cried. He knows your family dynamics. He knows about that family member that hurt you. He knows everything. So make space for Jesus to comfort you. Have faith that one day, everything that is wrong will be made right. This holiday season, I want to invite each and every one of you to fix your eyes on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, 
excellent and worthy of praise because those are the things that will make a difference in your life. Friends, feel free to connect with me on social media and know that I will be praying for you during this holiday season. Have a Merry Christmas and remember that this season, it's all about celebrating our Savior Jesus, who came into this world, lived and died for us so that we can have eternal life. And that is the best gift we can ever have. Later. Thank you for listening to today's episode. My hope and prayer is that you will be inspired to make changes in your life to become a better person and have a relationship with God. Remember, you have one life, one reason, and one story. Go live life differently.